Agenda-setting conversations of the day. Well, more bad news from Eskim yesterday. Predictions of stage five load shedding for literally all of winter. The Eskim acting CEO, Khalib Kasim, stating yesterday that in a worst-case scenario, there could be stage eight load shedding for two whole months, July and August already. Businesses, organizations, food producers, farmers, mining companies... They say they won't be able to operate if that happens. Hilton Trollope is an independent energy consultant and modeler. Hilton, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen. Stage five for most of winter and stage eight possibly. Is that a fair prediction? It's a fair prediction. I'm look. I've. I, I didn't attend their. Uh, I didn't actually watch the TV presentation, but I've studied the PowerPoint in detail and also all the other. Not all the other, but lots of other supporting data. It's a fair prediction, but um, I think that that's that's their best worst case outcome. I think there's a worst worst art case as well, um, because the, the the best worst uh, case, this uh, stage eight, that doesn't factor in any other of the big uncertainties. And you remember last July, there was um, a labour action. And uh, we went very quickly to six, which was never expected. So this is this is um, if everything goes according to plan, which is under Eskim's control. But there are a whole lot of things that aren't. So there's firstly that. Secondly, um, as you put a physical system, that's all those generators, and a human system, in other words, Eskim, under this kind of sustained pressure. Things go from bad to worse. They 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 accumulate. They spiral. So we've got this situation where a lot of the time, half of the generators are uh, off the road, broken down, uh, unplanned outages, and uh, this team at Eskom, that's only really uh, big enough to look after, say, fifteen uh, percent uh, planned outages, are tr- are meant to fix. Uh, three or four times the number of broken machines or out-of-service machines than they have the capacity for. So what do they say? If you stress a system for long enough, something's got to break. So I think, um, and, and also independent experts as well as myself have been saying for quite some time, it is not enough just to try and regain the EAF. We have to create space by connecting extra capacity to the grid. And I'm just running here without questions, but um, I've, what's, what's missing in this presentation and what's missing in the electricity minister's briefing last Friday is mentions of things like corruption, procurement problems, um, lawlessness, sabotage. And this, this presentation to me looks like a, a semi-sanitized presentation. It looks like the kind of presentation that has gone for approval by the board, a board that has been told what the politicians want to hear and not to mention certain stuff. And this really worries me because the previous executive management mentioned issues such as problems connecting additional capacity to the grid, corruption, uh, problems with uh, prosecuting uh, people that had been stealing or sabotaged Eskom. That's not in this plan. It's nowhere to be seen. Sure, there's a lot to this. I mean, the thing is that 
that you make the point that there are sort of worst, worst cases and that what was presented yesterday was the best worst case. So we would be looking at load shedding beyond stage eight or, sta- or stage eight load shedding for beyond two months. We'd be looking at those kind of scenarios. Correct. Um, we've never had load shedding at this intensity before. And you make the point that the Eskom systems are stressed, which makes them more vulnerable to a breakdown. It would seem to me that it may not stop there. So a lot of machines, a lot of transformers, a lot of substations, inverters, pumps, lights, they're all going to be going on and off more over the next few months than they ever have before. They weren't designed to do this, as we know. So are we going to see almost a a cascade of these devices all failing, literally around the country? Generators too. So... um, uh, 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 Stephen, for years, um, we've also been, and I've written on this, um, we've been looking at severe problems at distributor level. So some distributors where I live, Cape Town, we've got a pretty good electricity department, but other, and, and I'm not pointing fingers, I'm saying facts, the distribution side of things. In other words, Eskim sells to electricity distributors, and then they have their own big systems. It's been bankrupt, for most of it, for five years. It's been the, the maintenance, they haven't had the money for na- maintenance, they haven't had engineers. Some municipalities don't even have one accountant or one engineer. So, th- yes, all the, the ho- there's a bigger system connected to this as well. And <laughs> interestingly enough, there's another system as well, the users. And, you know, the users, uh, if, if, there were, if this was a, a short-term problem and it looked as though government were coming to the party to fix it, then you could ask users to switch their geezers off. You could ask them to save electricity. And yes, we are asking users to, and we should, public-minded users, but a lot of them are just saying, why should I? And so we can't get the demand reduction. That would be a very important part. You know, remember in 2006, there was the load shedding, um, and it was seen as a a problem just caused by one uh, thing that couldn't have been avoided, and users really came to the party you know they put in their energy efficient light bulbs they switched off their geysers they didn't use as much hot water and we saved a huge amount of electricity we're not seeing that now so on the demand side we've also got big problems um there was a comment yesterday and as i understand it it went like this the idea was a call for people to not use their inverters to not try and charge their inverters immediately that power came back on now, I understand this. This is a bit like a geezer. When the power comes back on, suddenly the geezer grabs as much power as it can get, and that puts more stress on the system. The same for inverters. The problem yep. is, is that you're asking people who often aren't at home or people who have lost faith in the system to take action. And I think South Africans, and I think to a large extent you must be correct, South Africans are so uh, frustrated that they're not listening to anyone about electricity at the moment because they've said, well, you've had 20 years to fix it. Yeah. So I don't want, and I'm very wary with this kind of talk. I know I initiated it that, you know, you say to people, well, you've got a good reason not to cooperate and then they don't cooperate. I want to urge people to because it's really in all of our collective interest. And it actually does matter if you add up a whole lot of people saving power, then it's best for all of us. But what I'm saying is I'm understanding the limitations, uh, and I think you're saying that too, to what you can ask people to do if they feel that they, uh, if they're having a wool pulled over their eyes or if they're not being told all the truth. 
And that's what I worry about with this latest uh, presentation and also the electricity minister's uh, briefing. I looked at these very carefully and government, they're doing everything, they're doing the same stuff. The one different thing that they've done is they've found a whole lot of cash for diesel, which I support completely. It's a good thing. But if you carefully go through these presentations, what's missing are the things that uh, have been recommended but have been naysayed by, for example, uh, uh, Minister Mantasha saying, we don't have to connect renewables, they're for the future, etc., etc. We can fix the EAF. And this uh, presentation by Eskom has a slide. It's called the Generation Operational Recovery Program. And they say they're going to increase the EAF to 70% by financial year, 25 years onwards. I'll eat my hat. And um, this is the big danger that it's been sanitized, this presentation. I've seen countries where uh, um, uh, groups stop being critical of government because uh, they've appointed kind of yes people to the board and they're scared to uh, you know speak across ministries etc so yeah they've they they they're less critical of what's going on but i worry that there's missing stuff hilton trollope thank you independent energy consultant appreciate the thoughts